is Monday on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Good morning. Happy Good Monday, afternoon. everybody. How's it going? <laughs> Just really, really, really good. Oh, good. I'm so glad. Um, You know, though, uh, we've got some updates on what is going on with... Oh, my God! Britney Spears. Should we get the Cobra gang together? Let's do it. Whenever there's trouble, we're there on the double. We're the Cobra gang. If you've got the crime, we've got the time. So, last we spoke, I don't know if you remember because a weekend happened, mm. but the last we spoke, Jamie Spears, father and conservator of Britney Spears' business ventures, mm-hmm. claimed that Jody Montgomery, conservator of Britney's person, mm-hmm. called him in a panic panic and saying Britney Spears needs a 5150 mm-hmm. which means what that she was unstable and she needed to be uh you know in the olden days i think people would say committed yes she needed to be committed right mm-hmm. so that's where we left off and we were like wow that's that's kind of aggressive like just the idea that Britney needed to be placed what he's trying to do is say that Britney needs to be in a conservatorship and this woman, Jody Montgomery, who's also in charge, backs up that claim right. in a communication that she sent me. We talked about that on Friday. And if you'll remember on Friday, we said it appeared that it was framing the way he was framing what she was saying, right. that he was trying to make the point or create the idea that it was necessary for Britney to have that conservatorship. But it wasn't definitive proof, Right. This is like uh, the legal version of when somebody comes up to you and says, you know what? Everybody's been talking and we all think dot, dot, dot. Like, I'm not the only one who thinks that, but everybody else thinks that, too. Everyone thinks you're dumb. That's part of what Jamie Spears is trying to do. He's trying to say, I... uh, This is what I see and everybody else sees it, too. Yeah, he's trying to get some additional bona fides Mm. to keep his conservatorship Mm -hmm. in place. Well, guess what? What? On Friday, Jody fires back at Jamie. Now, this is all according to TMZ, but I I do find this interesting because, of course, TMZ in the past has been on team conservatorship. Right. Or at least was totally comfortable, uh, I don't want to use the word pimping, the narrative from the conservatorship, but I just did. Yeah, you did. But you didn't want to. So let but the record state, Bradley did not want to say pimping. A lot of people were saying. Yeah, a lot of people said. They were pimping. Mm-hmm. No, so so it is interest, It is of note to me that TMZ is saying this. And what they're saying is that in reacting to Jamie's legal filing on Friday, which says that she raised a concern about Britney's mental state, calling her, quote, mentally sick, and suggesting perhaps that she might even need that 5150 involuntary in. Happy Monday. Voluntary psychiatric hold. However, Jody, through her attorney, is like, um, oh, look, it's what Colleen and Bradley said Friday. James, Did she, she say that? Yeah, she literally said We love you, Jody. We're, totally. we're, we're here for you. Hey. Jamie misrepresented her position, which is totally obvious. It's so obvious. It just makes me happy because one plus one is two. 
the world is round. And also we know everything. And and no one is real and everyone smokes. Nothing. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Maybe no one. We could be in a simulation. I haven't figured it out yet. Oh my gosh. Quote. Cannot go down that road. At no time did Ms. Montgomery express to Mr. Spears that Ms. Spears would currently qualify for such a hold. The concern that she did raise to Jamie was Mm -hmm. during a phone call and it was that forcing Brittany to take the stand and testify or have her evaluated would move the needle in the wrong direction for her mental health. Uh, what does that sound like to you? Well, that, uh, well, uh, I don't know what the answer is that you're looking for, but what that reminds me of is basically what Brittany said in her very own uh, statement, which was, I've already submitted to all of these tests. Please don't make me do that again. Yeah, she is basically it's saying if you force her to do stuff, she's that's not going to be good for her mental right. health because it's going to put her in a fear place, a panic. I mean, totally understandable things, which she has said. Yes. I mean, she has communicated effectively to many people that doesn't help her. So saying it she's not in the her. right state of mind to be evaluated or blah, blah, blah doesn't mean she's needs a 5150 mm-hmm. that's a like a that's a real long walk long walk short yeah. walk i don't know it, it's unnecessary to to make it seem so severe but that's what jamie is doing because mm-hmm. of course jamie needs to have proof quote unquote or he needs to convince a judge that Brittany should remain in that conservatorship so it's totally just jamie twisting reality to fit his own narrative which is what he's been doing for well over a decade well and that's the thing that i think is interesting about the space that we are in is we've shifted our attention from watching britney quote meltdown right yeah to realizing that the actual meltdown is happening on the behalf of jamie spears because what he's melting down about is the fear that he's about to lose his gravy train. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. That's where we're at. And it further, he went on to file paperwork. That is, Jamie went on to further file paperwork, insinuating that Jody said that she needed to be under a 5150. So it it, it continues. And I imagine at this point, it's going to be up to the judge. But I, I have to believe that if we... Mm-hmm. The lay people. Yeah. I mean, we're, you know, we're really smart, but we're also really dumb in that we're not part of the process. But like, if we can figure that out, right. why would, why would a judge not be able to figure that out? If I'm Jody Montgomery at this point in the game, I am saying I am not having any conversations with that man unless there are other ears in the room who can corroborate or a recording of the conversation. Honestly, yeah, because because you get the impression that he's going to try to twist things to go whatever way he wants in order to help his case. Yeah, but I'm not optimistic because I, suddenly I feel not suddenly it, be, it, it seems very clear that Jody Montgomery truly is interested in acting in her best interest. Uh, and I think we sort of saw that when Brittany hired a new lawyer and at that same time, reached out to Jody Montgomery and said, no, I need you. So why don't you feel optimistic then? I'm not optimistic on behalf of Jamie Spears. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I wasn't clear about okay. that. 
I am not on his behalf optimistic that he's going to be I, able to to retain this conservative. I would agree with that. Like if you go through the papers that he filed and here you you can have a little flavor of exactly what he thinks he's trying to or what he's trying to do and what he thinks we will all be like, oh, wow. OK, that's a totally valid point, because remember, he's the conservator of her estate not of her person. Right. So he's going to try to make the case that like, Hey, if anything is wrong with Brittany feeling trapped, I didn't have any say in that. Mm -hmm. I'm the conservator of her estate. Mm -hmm. Fully forgetting that, um, that didn't used to be the case. Mm -hmm. You actually stepped back so that Joe, because what? Because, uh, he had health issues. Yeah. And which came right after he basically abused her child. Yeah verbally physically assaulted yeah allegedly mm-hmm. according to all sources the streets the place to go quote can i just read a little bit mm-hmm. all and again this is jamie filing paperwork trying to paint a picture about jody although i did not formally step down as conservative of the person until september 2019 i had not so even though i was in the job right i had not been in control of my daughter's medical treatment since like late 2018 when due to my own health issues i had to step back in this mm-hmm. role Okay. Instead, it was Montgomery who was added to Britney's conservator uh, team amid these health issues. This is not him talking directly at this point. But then he goes on to say it was Jody Montgomery, along with the conservatives, former attorney, Sam Ingham, who admitted Ms. Spears to a facility in 2019, including but not limited to signing the admittance documents. So again, he's trying to push this all off on them. But what I would say about that without knowing all the details is that it's very plausible that they are the ones that are perfunctorily signing paperwork that uh, Jamie has put into place. Meaning, Jamie very likely set everything up, arranged it, said this is what's going to happen. And then, of course, Jody and, and Sam have to like sign off on it because they're working at that point. Mm hmm. For Jamie, not Brittany. Yes. And then add to it this. I mean, just from a practical standpoint, he was taken out of the conservatorship in what, September, you said? Uh, He took himself out in late 2018. I remember it was that fall of 2018 because Mm -hmm. of his health issues. Okay. And then there was the official... uh, Parting of ways. uh, Or the official taking on of the role for Jody in early 2019. And when was it that she was hospitalized? Uh, Early 2019. Right. And so even if there was a gap between, again, to your point, number one, they're working, they're they're like closing the loop on the work he started. Yeah. But also, Brittany, without knowing, but just from going with what she has said, you know, she had talked about how she was being medicated, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. With the changing of hands of the, conservatorship of her person she doesn't just magically no you know come to so she very well may have needed that that um hospitalization at that time but that doesn't mean that she always does or always will well that very well could be you know also related to what she'd already just been through again see this is the misdirection this is the shell game that jamie is playing with the public Mm -hmm. and the world jamie's like if you're focusing on what Brittany is going through or doing that seems different than normal or what most people would go through, then you think, oh, conservatorship, good. Right. Right? Right. Instead, have you ever heard of an adult going to a treatment facility? Yeah. Were they in a conservatorship? No. 
Okay. Have you ever heard of an adult um, struggling yep. with life? Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of an adult making dumb financial choices? A thousand percent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Were they in a conservatorship? No. Exactly. Yeah. So the, the tendency, have you ever seen a grown person say something a little off on Instagram? <laughs> oh, yeah. And were they in a conservatorship? No. I rest my case. I rest my case. No, but the you defense see, rests. You see, like it's so easy for him because he right. can just be like, "Why are we talking about her going to treatment? Well, that doesn't have anything to do with the conservatorship." And the truth is, that might work for certain groups of people, but it likely will not work for the law. We hope. Fingers crossed. It's been it's been working so far, but I I do think to your point, I think that the public spectacle and the like the light that is being shed on this, the sort of attention to detail everybody is paying now the scrutiny the additional scrutiny is really working in her favor oh yeah absolutely when we return on the colleen and bradley show uh somebody who works in everybody's favor elizabeth reese she is going to give us all the dirt straight from hollywood it's a dirt alert on my talk 1071 Elizabeth Reese is here, and she's brought us all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hello. Good afternoon on this fine Monday. Isn't this interesting? Quentin Tarantino saying he has stuck to a childhood promise that he would never give a penny of his money to his mother. He made that promise back when he was 12 years old. Uh, He is 58, and he said that his mother tried to end his filmmaking aspirations at a young age, and Quentin Tarantino then vowed to never give money from his movie career to her. Oh, Mm. so he's vindictive. So what we know is that is a man who can hold a grudge. Yeah, I guess. So he did um, a podcast called The Moment, which is hosted uh, by the co-creator of the show Billions, which you know I'm a real proponent of the show Billions. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. We're all busy, and with Factor, eating fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted meals has never been simpler. Two minutes is all you need to heat and eat wherever you are. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals each week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash btpod50 and use code btpod50 to get 50% off. That's code btpod50 at factormeals.com slash btpod50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And he was looking back on the moment when his mom reprimanded him for writing screenplays in school. 
He got in trouble for writing during the school day with teachers who looked at it as a defiant act of rebellion that I'm doing this instead of my schoolwork. Mm. And he said, my mom always had a hard time about my scholastic non-ability. And she was crabbing at him about writing screenplays. And then in the middle of her little tirade, she said, oh, and by the way, this little writing career with the finger quotes, writing career and everything, this little writing career that you're doing, that bleep is over. And he said, when she said that to me in that sarcastic way, I go, okay, lady, when I become a successful writer, you will never see one penny, one from my success. There will be no house for you. There's no vacation for you. No Elvis Cadillac for mommy. You get nothing because you said that. Can I just ask a clarifying question really quickly? Yeah. Did he say, and then I realized that's a D-bag move? He said he did help her out in a jam with the IRS, (laughs) but no house, no Cadillac, no house. But they have a great relationship. uh, Yeah, it was interesting. And so the host of the podcast, uh, Brian Koppelman, tried to push back a little bit. And um, he said that... There are consequences. This is what Quentin Tarantino said. There are consequences for your words as you deal with your children. Remember, there are consequences for your sarcastic tone <laughs> no, about okay. what is meaningful to them. Lesson. Can you believe that? I, you Isn't know, this interesting. This is, it is really interesting. It actually tells me more about him than it does about his mother. Yeah. Um, because what I know about parents uh, is that parents make mistakes. Right. Parents say things sometimes that they realize later. Whoops, I didn't mean that. Or they're trying to get a certain behavior and they don't always do it the right way. And I'm not saying that she uh, was a great mom. I don't know. She wasn't my mom. But does he have children? Yeah. Yes, he does. Well, I mean, don't you at some point I go, think so, wow. right? Doesn't he? He, I think he does have a brand new baby. Doesn't yeah. he have like a, a small yeah, child Yeah, he just person? became a father. Yeah. yeah. A son so, named Leo. You know, I just mean, we'll don't, don't you happens. learn, like, because you've both had children. Like, at some point you go, oh, now I get why oh, I was resentful to, about this for yep. years, but my parents actually thought this. You, you know, it's you interesting to think what, about your parents differently. Yeah, and what drives you, you know, I mean, he would certainly not be the only wildly successful person who was driven by a desire to either prove their parent wrong or to appease their parent, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, let's look at like Tiger Woods. Like, let's look at all of these super famous, really successful people who have very complicated relationships with parents in terms of how they drove them to success. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I think um, that 12-year-old grudge, I mean, this this had to have been a symptom, you know, just another example of like, her not being a supportive parent of him. Right. I mean, I, it's tough. I mean, I think I find it very interesting that he can pinpoint one episode, that moment, and that, that just seems a little too theatrical. It, it does. Yeah, it feels like a screenplay. He has so much money. Well, he also, also like a lot of his. Doesn't. I mean, it doesn't just this like, explain I to you how to troubled hate, a lot of his movies are? I used oh, yeah. to hate my parents, like seethe with anger toward my parents, like. I would pine away alone in my bedroom about counting down the days that I could be free from their meddling. Wow. Mm-hmm. Right? And then oh, gosh. and then I went to college and I was like, okay. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean? Like, then right. you yeah. grow up is my point, right? right? Like, everybody has gone through some stuff. Yeah, right. and that's, I mean, I think at Trust. that point in the teenage years, it's such a natural progression because you're supposed to want to leave the nest, right? You're not supposed to think like... So it's not like she was physically or mentally... I mean, unless... I don't know. Maybe she was. That's not part of the story that he's sharing, but... We also need to remember, this is his version of the story, right. which may not necessarily be the version of the yeah. story. And, you know... um, 
she may very well have not said things in the way that he says she said them, but that's how he received them. And his inability to recognize that is fascinating. I do think, though, you know, his point, though, about like, uh, you know, and teachers have this power too. you know, when you see a student doing something that maybe doesn't fit within the realm of what you're trying to teach them, there's a way to still encourage them to pursue their dreams while also keeping them corralled into what they need to be doing to accomplish the school goals. I mean, I think there are a lot of creatives and sports people who would say that their teachers were like, well, you're never going to make it at this. Right. And it's not a good way to go about it. Not everybody, to your earlier point, Elizabeth, not everybody is motivated by uh, being told they can't do something. Right. Some people are. In fact, I would venture to guess most. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. Matt Damon joining Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez on a Malibu beach stroll. Mm. He's third wheeling. He just hangs <laughs> out. J-Lo and Ben just hold hands and Matt walks along oh, with him. Interesting. so sad. No, it's so not sad. Anybody else doing the math? Those movie. two have a movie coming out. Movie. Yeah. So he's just piggybacking on the publicity. But it's sad that he has to pimp himself. On as their side hustle. You know, I wonder, I feel bad for Matt Damon sometimes because I <laughs> bet there are, have been times in that friendship where he's been like, I do not want to be associated with you, Phoenix Tattoo. There has to well, be I a lot like of rights, but they are that was true. inextricably linked for eternity because of Goodwill uh, Hunting. Yes. And they're childhood friends. Yeah. Guys, there are a lot of people with childhood friends. You excuse a lot out of your childhood friends that you don't out of other friends. That's when true. When there are other friends that you make when you get older, you're like, all right, yeah, yeah I, I'm out. Yeah, I'm not I don't like that. I don't want to do that. So I'm moving on. But when it's like you've been friends since third grade or whatever, and you've had like a lot of pivotal oh, moments God, together, I, then you excuse the behavior. I have such a good story that I want to share, and I can't share it about a friend who has a friend who's doing some stuff and this friend is like, well, you know, and I'm like, ooh, I, feel like I think it's story... only because you've been friends since high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're this right. You do give them a wider details, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese. That's true. I'm going to get them in the break. Uh, sorry, everybody. Elizabeth Reese, thank you for that dirt alert. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Uh, when we come Bye. back, we are going to solve some blind items, uh, some celebrity pop culture mysteries. After this, in Blinded by the Item on My Talk 1071. Culture Mysteries, we're here to solve them on the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that's Bradley Trainer. And we solve those mysteries in the form of blind items. Holly brings them to us, we try to solve them in a little segment we call appropriately Blinded by the Blinded. Item. Blinded by the Item. Ooh, hot celebrity gossip mysteries to solve. Let's try this one. This former A-plus list rapper was served a cease and desist after his first listening party. Now he's being served with multiple lawsuits. You have to pay people. Kanye West. Also, when you said cease and desist, I heard seasoned desist. Mm. I thought that sounded nice. My name is seasoned desist. (laughs) Brought to you by Lowry. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So... Kanye West was served a cease and desist after his first listening party. Now he's being served with multiple lawsuits because you have to pay people if they're going to work for you. Interesting. He's had this problem in the past. Remember, he was sued for his Hollywood Bowl concert because people worked at that Hollywood Bowl concert and said they didn't get paid. Was that the Sunday service? 
Yes. Yeah. Because I was going to say, I think there was there's like a heap and helping of uh, people from his religious experience who were not getting paid that he was. Oof. Well, I have so many questions and we don't have the answers, but it's not like it's not like Kanye West himself is refusing to sit down and write out the checks like he has a person for that. You'd think. So how is that? Be I, that's what I'm curious. So that's what I would like to be a fly on the wall for, right? Well, like, of course, the, the person don't doesn't have the money. I don't. Yeah, good question. So how is this all happening? I just have questions, and I would like to know more. Thank you. I would imagine the government has questions mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Got to pay your bills. Mm-hmm. Well, Blinded by the item. if you don't, they're gonna find you. True. Unless you're super super wealthy. Don't even get me started. <laughs> I think we did. <laughs> Bills? What are those? What? Those I'm... are for poor people. Yeah, mm. yeah, basically. Thank you. We're bitter here at the Colleen and Bradley Show this Monday. Happy yeah. Monday. We're not really that bitter. No. Love you. Let's solve this next celebrity gossip mystery. Beginning last Sunday... So this was last week and continuing through early Tuesday morning of last week, the singer in quotation marks was communicating with somebody on the outside. (gasps) Want to know who ratted her out? (gasps) The boyfriend. (gasps) Britney Spears and Sam Asghari. You guys. So. The call's coming from inside the house. What? mm -hmm. So last week, early last week, Britney Spears was communicating with someone on the outside. Was it that pig? <laughs> yes, actually. You don't actually. call people names. <laughs> I was talking about it. the actual pig. Oh, that's right. She did have an actual pig. Mm-hmm. Sorry. She was communicating with somebody from the outside. Yeah, could have been the pig. Mm-hmm. And you know who ratted her out was her boyfriend, Sam Asghari. Oh, two pigs. Ugh. In the same you know, blanket. I, <laughs> I do get worried about that relationship well i mean thanks for showing up we've been worried about his you'll remember we started this whole conversation about britney spears back in the day day Mm -hmm. even before this conservatorship thing i think well maybe that was after we started thinking about the conservatorship but i feel like we've always had a sense that sam was uh a hired man yeah I, do, I think that at some point that changed where he saw the writing on the wall and was like, well, he's hedging his bets, yeah. right? Like he's like, but where am I, mean where he, am I going to get the most money? Maybe things are waffling. Oof. How does Enti know who's talking yeah, to Enti? I've got waffles, more questions. Waffles sound good. You know, I saw a sign on my way in this morning for Belgian style waffles. And I was like, does the Belgian waffle council sue people if they say Belgian waffles instead of Belgian style? Oh, good question. It was at a gas station, and I was like, oh. I really don't feel like anybody cares if you just call it a Belgian, Belgian waffle. waffle. We get it. Yeah, sorry. Thanks. <laughs> also, I'd love a Waffle House. Right? Thank you, go. Yes. Oh. Please. Try this celebrity gossip mystery on for size. The permanent A-list mostly movie actress who was the highest paid actress for years and years has gone well over a year without cheating on her husband. That is a record for her. Ooh. Highest paid actress. Mm-hmm. Permanent oh. A-list, mostly movie. Oh, no. I was going to say, and she's not married. Meryl Sandy Bullock. Streep? She's uh, not going to be highest paid anything. Oh, yeah. She gets highest awards, but yeah. paid means these are roles that are probably mm. big money makers. 
Yeah. This person hasn't been doing a lot of projects lately, <gasps> but we've seen this person out and about in paparazzi strolls. Julie, oh. oh. Julia Roberts. For Colleen? Oh, Julia Roberts. Yes. Yeah. So that's what that's what Dusty. tipped me off is when you said uh when you said has been out doing paparazzi strolls. Yes. Well, that's why I thought J Law. Because, but also she has yeah. as well, correct? Yeah. So Julia Roberts, who was the highest paid actress for years and years, has gone well over a year without cheating on her husband, Danny Motor. That's a record for her. According to NT Lawyer, wow. Julia Roberts likes to get around. Still haven't solved the mystery wow. about why we're seeing paparazzi photographs of Julia Roberts all of a sudden. That is a mystery. Yeah. I have questions now. Yeah. I yeah, have I'm questions. curious about that as well, because that that is a strange thing. Do they have a boat? Probably. Do they what, call do, it you, Motors Boat? Why did I walk into that? Wait <laughs> Why for did it? I walk right into that? Wait for it. Oh, yeah, there it is. Thank you. Motors Boat. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. It really wasn't that good. It was decent, but I just am mad at myself because I let that happen. It's because I sold it with my my face. You did sell it with your face. Mm -hmm. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery, Colleen and Bradley. The commando-going AA-list actor didn't even bother to put out his cigarette while having sex with with a recent conquest. He finished in record time, continued his cigarette, and remarked how lucky his conquest was to have sex with the actor. Was that John Hamm? Why? Oh my this is gosh. such a bizarre story. So he just had a cigarette lit while he was doing it? Apparently so. Great. Mm-hmm. That's such a weird anecdote. And then just went back Hey, have I got a story it? for you? <laughs> so. And then told her she was lucky. Something yeah. tells me she wasn't real lucky if that cigarette was still burning by the time it was all done. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saying, I yeah. wouldn't be complimenting myself in no, that moment, John n- Hamm. No. So John Hamm didn't even bother to put out his cigarette when having sex with somebody recently. He finished in record time, continued his cigarette, and remarked how lucky this person was to have sex with John Hamm. Okay, like anytime anybody would say, you're lucky to have sex with me, you just know the sex is bad. Ew. Because well, nobody who feels that way puts any effort into it, and sex is about effort, and if you're not putting any effort into it, it's going to be bad. <laughs> I mean, say it again, Sam. No one is arguing with you. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yes. All in agreement. Like, it's a privilege that you- Okay. okay. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah. If you have to convince me of that, why yeah. don't you convince me with something else? Yes. Okay. Yeah. You could have spent your time convincing <laughs> this. <laughs> it's a good thing you couldn't see me. Perfect. Might request that this segment goes up on the YouTube page this <laughs> no. afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> That's not going to happen. You will oh. see some. Let's try oh, this last. That made it sound like you <laughs> showed some. No, I did not show anything. I was pointing. <laughs> and you couldn't even see my hands on camera, so we're all good. Hand we're check. all good. Let's solve this last celebrity <laughs> gossip mystery, shall we? Let's. So, in something that belongs in the strangest hookups of all time category, this former A-plus list singer, who is a serial woman beater, hooked up with this foreign-born A-list, mostly movie actress, who is an Oscar winner slash nominee. It happened this past week while both were out of the country. Okay, is it Chris Brown? Okay, mm-hmm. hooked up with. Tell me, who, give me the stats on the person he hooked up with again. A list. Okay, foreign born, A list, mostly movie actress who is an Oscar winner 
slash nominee. Oof. Okay. Um, Nicole Kidman? No. That would be really not good. Okay. Um, this person has been photographed by paparazzi being out of the country. Oh. Anna Darmus? No. Mm. But both these people were in the same country last week. Ugh. Was that? Oh, uh, well, Chris Brown, we just saw him in the UK. No. no? Someplace a little warmer. Oh, like the Isle of Mediterranean? Capri where everybody is? Well, like, you know, Greece. Let's see. He's okay. been in Greece. Okay. Somebody else has been in the same area. Oh. Celebrating. Oh, 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 I know this. Yeah. Having some celebrations. You know who it is. Grecian celebrations. You know who it is. Who's having. Charlize. Oh, no. Ew. Mm. I mean, I'm not ewing her, but I'm ewing That them. choice. You're yes. ewing the choice. Yeah. Fill in the blank. Gross. So, in something that belongs in the strangest hookups of all time category, Chris Brown and Charlize Theron hooked up in this past week while both vacationing in Greece. That's not a way to celebrate 46 years Mm -hmm. on planet Earth. Do better. Also, he just... Do better. He's he's had some... Like, I'm not even talking about the way back stuff that we all know about. In the last six months, he has had some yeah. seriously yeah. more very bad press. Yep. You can do better than that. I'm not judging. I'm just judging. Which is what we do. Yeah. We judge. Speaking of, you know what I'm going to judge when I come back? I, when I, we come back, I'm going to judge oh. a piece of literature oh, that I followed through finally. on and read for all of us. Oh, I'm you're giving your perspective oh, you on crime us. and punishment. No, no, just it was punishment and it was all directed toward and me. It's a criminal. Yeah. Her name is Farrah Abraham. I read her book. Stop reading. I wish I could have. In fact, actually, I did at one point. I'll give you my honest review of Dream 20s. Oh, can't wait. After this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Well, hello there. Welcome to my book club. Oh, um, you read. I did. I read a book. I what said I was going to read. And then you said, I don't think you're actually going to read it. I didn't think you would. And then I was like, no, I'm going to read it. And it is um, a book by a published author. Actually, I think she's a New York Times bestseller. Yeah. Farrah Abraham. You finally read the Fair Abraham novel book, Memoir. Oh, Bradley. Wasn't it a memoir? Bradley, it is. It is called Dream 20s, Self-Guided Self-Help Memoir. Now, this we learned about a couple months back, and you were like, I'm going to totally read this on vacation. You didn't. True. I don't blame you. Yeah. It's fine. But somehow, you got to bug up your behind to actually sit down and read it. Okay. And then I just want to let the audience know yeah. that throughout the weekend, both Holly and I our peace and serenity was peppered throughout the weekend with screenshots of said book. I didn't even, I didn't even, those were just tastes <laughs> of this book. Now, first, the first thing we need to talk about is what pray tell is a self-guided self-help memoir. I think that just means you read it. Self-guided. So yeah, I'm going to read <laughs> this thoughtful piece of advice 
that is okay, also intertwined I'm delete with personal one word. experience. <laughs> I'm going to delete the word thoughtful from that. Doesn't surprise me. So, like, the from the screenshots you sent us, it was not clear what was actually going on. Wow, Bradley, I'm glad you said that. Throughout reading the entire novel, or sorry, memoir A, I felt that way. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure what's going on here. Now, let me tell you, the, this is the first, this is like four pages in, and this is where you should definitely like turn and go the opposite direction. Okay. All right. Is when you read the following. <clears throat> disclaimer this book is also, there's no have, punctuation. If you have a disclaimer, that's bizarre in a memoir you need a disclaimer <laughs> disclaimer this book is self-published by fair abraham and any and all grammatical errors typos <laughs> with an apostrophe s which is so delightful oh, are due to typing on mobile or technical errors fair abraham proved this and it was ready to be published so she just wrote it on her phone yes she wrote uh, her memoir on her phone with her thumbs i mean <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Are we sure she has opposable thumbs? Any, all, all grammatical errors, typos with an apostrophe S, just that's so delightful, are due to typing so, okay, on okay. mobile. All right. So, so from the beginning, we understand we're just going to have to like, just put that aside, like expectations of grammar gone. Okay, so yes. that aside, what's the well, message that we she are She does set up another expectation, and that expectation is that you are going to have some tangible way to engage with this one-of-a-kind content. Those are my words. Those okay, are not I was hers. Say, intangible. Yeah. You are going to mm-hmm. have, there are going to be action items within the first chapter that can help you turn your life around. Oh, wow. Okay, that's a big promise. Do you want to know what one of them is? I would like to. Farrah Abraham lets you know within the first chapter, which, by the way, the first chapter is not clear. Um, she does have like, a table labeled? of contents. I was going to say, is there like a chapter heading? There, She has a table of contents, but then what you end up reading is not at all related to the table of contents. So <laughs> you're not quite sure where you are in this journey. Okay, great. Sounds familiar. That sounds fun. Anyway, but within the first chapter, she explains to you one way you can turn your life around, Bradley. Okay, I need to do that. I need to do that. I've been in a just a valley of despair lately. Anybody who finds a major publishing company to publish this book on Farrah's behalf will get a cut. Oh, my God. So she's literally trying to get someone to publish. The book itself is trying to publish itself. Itself. Exactly. Wow. She's, you know, that's a hustler, man. She, this entire, and the thing about as you're reading through this self-guided self-help memoir, eh? What you realize is this is truly her stream of consciousness processing what she believes has happened to her and congratulating herself for I, still being alive through it. I want to, I want you to read something specific to give the audience a mm-hmm. taste, but really quickly, the the one thing I just have to say is I admire her on some level because her, her, like she has the like she's sitting down and writing something. Yeah, yeah, or, right. Yeah, like, like there is an earnestness there that is like so terribly, terribly misguided. Oh yeah, but but she's you know like she's showing up to do something. She's like the twenty first century James Joyce. Wow, she's just going for it. I Misunderstood <laughs> stream of think consciousness. That, that is a. Gross yeah. over generalization. Yeah. 
However, I, was, I, I was, just want to cut. I was going to say, are you working for Farah? I'm curious. Okay, so I just wanted to ask you both before I read from her yeah. uh, memoir, Ray. Um, are you more interested in hearing about, I don't even actually know, uh, something about lunches? Okay, so that's one thing. Lunches. Or the, the number five times when I wish I knew more about laws. That that one you read us or you sent us screenshots of. Mm-hmm. I, I want to hear the thing we haven't heard yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. All, All right. right. You All want right. some mood music? I need some dumb music. Right, here we go. Okay. <laughs> dumb music. <laughs> one right. wonders what that. Wow. Do you know what's really creepy about that? What? I kind of understood what I... she was saying. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I think that says a lot more about me. But like, why? That's what I don't understand. Like, she's just a series of non sequiturs. That's the whole book. Yeah. I do not know what I read. And well, I, you guys, I read academic stuff for school. Yeah. And this was harder to read. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we can confer upon you a degree, but I would like to, or a I, special it... commendation of. Academic I just achievement. want my time back, okay? That's all well, I that's want. that's gone for good. When we come and back... your brain probably rotted. Right? What's the, what's the TV subscription service you can do without? You can do without. 651 